you looking for solid answers on why our healthcare system is so jacked up? Tired of the soft talk and ready to get real? Then turn up the volume and tune into smashithealthcare.com, where real, serious medical advisors are discussing how to save our healthcare system. Get ready to get smashed. Hey, smashers, welcome back to Serious Medical Advisors about saving healthcare. We're here to talk to you about some special topics. Excited to get on the mic with you guys today. I got Johnny B. Lightning on the mic, Danny from Soho, and my name is Bob Salvat. Listen, we've, we, we just want to thank you guys again for, uh, you know, all the likes, all the follows uh, on the uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, love, you know, you guys reaching out and, and following us. And, and look, we're, we're doing more and more shows. We got an interesting topic for you today. Um, and that is, look, how are our seniors, senior assisted living, nursing homes, are we putting our best foot forward when it comes to technology? Are we actually improving their health care and utilizing every resource that we have with regards to that? You know, I, I mean, look, you know, I, my mother, love her. She's, she's getting a little bit older. She's having a hard time dealing with the cell phone. You know, I got to walk her through some things. But you know what? If she gets the right assistance in getting it done, she actually really enjoys it. So now at night, you know, with the kids, she gets to FaceTime and we get to talk and we get some interaction, right? And that's good. That's healthy living, right? That's psychologically, that's good. John, what's your take on this topic? What do you think? I mean, I know I know you've got, you know, both your parents are still alive, right? Yep. They're they're a little bit older, right? How how are they with technology? Well, listen, it's not about necessarily how, how they are with technology. Uh, when, when they get to a point in their lives and uh, that they need, whether it's assisted living or, or they need nursing care or whatever they need, it's about how those people, it's about how those, those advocates are with technology and, and, uh, and understanding that the technologies, how, how they help and, and, and how to, how to best put them in play to, to, to give uh, the best quality of life for as long as possible for, for, for our elder citizens, for our elder do you think do you members. think there's enough direct to seniors kind of marketing with technology? You know, I, I that's a great question. And I, I, you know, my gut reaction is no. Right. Um, you know, I, I think I think that uh, seniors of today are, are a little bit more savvy when it comes to computers and, you know, understanding marketing and. And understanding what's what's what what are more healthy options for them, whether it be nutrition or or otherwise, I think they're a little bit more savvy. So so I, I think that there could be more. I think there should be more. What if you were if you were a senior citizen, right? So you fast forward, you know, 30, 40 years, right? And you're you're sitting in your senior assisted living home or nursing home or whatever the heck you want to call it, right? Mm -hmm. By that time you probably got a, a freaking you know, a robot scratching your back if you need it. Right. But wh what's the main, what do you think is the main things that you're going to need, you know, technology wise, if you could snap your fingers now, or if you could pick some out of the air right now, what are the things that you probably want the best or the most, you know, just things that lead to the best quality of life. Right. I would imagine in 30 years when I'm 75 years old, I'm going to be looking for as much mobility as I can. Right. 
So you're not sitting in one place. You're not stagnated. You're you're mobile. So, I mean, uh, obviously, that's why we pay attention so much now to working out, staying healthy, being active, uh, keeping the body movement. You know, things in motion tend to stay in motion. Things at rest tend to stay at rest. Uh, all those things are, are true. I, I think I think that the the issue that is going to be front and center now until eternity for, for our aging population is how do we give them the best quality of life for however many days in, or years that they have left, right? Um, for me, I just, I don't want to sit in one place. I don't want to be stuck in a chair. I want to be, I want to be able to move. I want to be able to go to the garden. I want to be able to go outside and enjoy walks, whatever that is, however that looks, um, you know, just a general quality right. of life. Sure. You want to be able to get out, you know, you know, get some physical activity done. But at the same time, you need, you know, mental stimulation. Right. You know, mm -hmm. I my my you know, my stepfather, he was great at doing these crossword puzzles. Right. And he said it kept him sharp, kept him keen. So he's just banging out crossword puzzles every single day. But, you know, that's a, you know, we may not as we get older, we may not do that. And there may be some seniors today that like to do that. I don't know. But, you know, what else? I mean, could could. Uh, you know, Danny from Soho sent us out some articles, and I'll tell you what, Danny, thank you. Those are articles that are very enlightening, right? One of the things that I saw there that was pretty interesting was virtual reality. I mean, can you imagine some of these seniors if they if they had, you know, a, a modern senior-assisted living home and they had a room? For, now, I know they do this for recovery, for, for recovery places. I've seen this, and I've seen them market this thing. But imagine if they do this senior-assisted living facilities right and they do they do a, a virtual reality put the vr glasses on next thing you know you're walking in the park you know what what if you are stuck in a wheelchair what if you don't have the ability to get around or walk around and you could put on a pair of vr glasses and, and next thing you know baby you're running you're absolutely running you're running through the fields or you're seeing you know maybe some some uh old family members that they've been able to you know put into the program or they you know some of those things that there's a there's a show that was on Amazon Prime and it was all geared around this. It was called Upload. Have you ever watched that? It's it's real interesting. But I I gotta tell you, I think if I was older, there'd be there'd be two things. There'd be two things. Number one, I'd I'd love to to probably have VR. I think that would be super cool. I don't want bed sores though, so I I want to be able to somehow physically move around and not just sit in a bed or sit in a chair all day long and be on VR. I think that'd be messed up, right? You're almost in this like pseudo prison kind of thing, kind of weird, right? So I don't I don't want it that way. The other thing is is, I, you know, I they take you know we when you get older, right? I guess if you're in a senior assisted living facility, they bring you your medicine maybe, but what if what if they don't or what if you take it on your own? And then like you forget that you took it right and so now you're not you know so so maybe if there's like some sort of pill dispensary like an automatic pill dispensary when that thing's not pushing out pills and you just know you hey i took it i right. took it it's done or the green light on the the little pill switchboard is good so i'm good for the day pretty and sure they have that you know if they do that would be great if it's out there let us know about it and we'll go ahead and we'll put it in the show references for this show uh because people are going to want to know about that stuff i've never heard of something like that you know yeah. that would be that I, to me that's cool that would be cool right yeah some, something that also is something to keep an eye on or something to pay attention to is how, how are uh how are we bridging the gap with the, with the technologies that are a little bit more costly right 
because uh, the tendency is if it costs a little bit too much to not give it to our elder citizens. Why? You know, can, can we close the gap? Can we can we get more efficient in our transactions? Can we get more efficient in our production um, to right. be able to, to to be able to bring those costs down and be able to offer a wider uh, array of high end, you know, med device and or equipment to our citizens or senior citizens to uh, be able to give them the, all the advantages that that the rest of us have. That, that's something that concerns me as well. Right. You know, I, I, and I do. I feel like senior citizens are overlooked a lot because of the fear of Alzheimer's, dementia, and, you know, maybe their memory is not as sharp. And so, then you know, people kind of, you know, just but there's plenty of them out there that, that are super sharp and that have a lot to give and a lot to share. Right. It's just nobody's listening. So, you know, what, you know, maybe maybe there's a, a way to to kind of get that data and that information, because these people, you know, have a great story to tell. And I think I think, you know, we can learn from that, you know, quality of life. Right. I, I think if their quality of life is better, their health care costs are down. Would you agree with that? I, yeah, absolutely. I'd say there's there's probably a direct corollary between those two. Right. So the government gives a lot of these senior assisted living facilities the funding that they need this is this is pretty much in the in the in, it, this is a cash cow is it not well I, I don't i don't know if i don't know how you describe what a cash cow is um I, what i would say is that we we certainly have an obligation um to our to our elderly citizens. To I don't our, want to call to them cows, John. I'm not trying to call them cows. That's not what I'm doing here. Well, I, I think I know. I think I understand what you're trying to say. What you're trying to say is, is it, it gets very expensive very quick. Right. Right. Yeah, and yeah, and so, so, so there's federal funding that comes through, you know, yep, these, the yep. each, each senior member becomes a data point. Right? right. And, and when this, the senior assisted living facility brings them in and do their profile, they submit that information to the federal government, right? The federal government goes and they send them a check. And they're able to max out those benefits as much as they possibly can, in addition to whatever the senior is paying. Right. So essentially, you know, people have made an incredible business out of this. Right. And COVID COVID's revealed a lot of things. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened during COVID with regards to senior assisted, especially in New Jersey and some of these areas in New York, senior assisted living facilities that we found out it's not so good. It's not so bright. You told me an interesting fact and we, it, you know, what's the life expectancy, John, on um, seniors in, in assisted living facilities or homes? Yeah, it's about two years. Wow. Just a little over two years. Two years. It's a staggering fact. That is insane. Yeah. It's just not very long. That's just the end, man. Two yeah. years. That's the yeah. end. That's, huh? definitely, that's definitely end of life. That's crazy. What, um, how did the Vikings used to do it? The Vikings, used, Valhalla, right? You used to jump off a cliff. I don't know, man. I, I thought don't they know. sent you out on. I thought they put you out on a raft and then they all shot uh, flaming arrows. arrows. No, I think that's after you die. I think oh, that's is that after. That's when they go pick you up in the valley that you just jumped off okay. the cliff from. Okay. They go pick up your body. They okay. throw you in the boat and then they say, hey, "Let's send them off to Valhalla the right way." Right. So, yeah, I mean that, that's that's incredible. You know, uh, look, I. To all our seniors out there, any of you guys listening, we we love you. You know, your our prayers are with you, and we're we're rooting for you on technology because we're going to be there soon, and yeah. so we think that there should be some more out there. So, I think right virtual visits, right, especially if you've got 
a neighbor within the the you know let's say you're sharing a room right or let's say you're you know and they're sick right or their immune system's lowered right Mm -hmm. i mean virtual visitation kind of protects them too right yep yeah yeah. So we need we need to do some of those things. What else what else do you see, John, with regards to seniors and how we can improve healthcare for these guys? I just think a, a robust um uh, you know, kind of very aseptic sanitary situation. You know, I, I think that I think that there's there's a there's a pot of money right that goes into these homes and how it's how it's used is is at the discretion of the management and you know let's let's be honest these places are not not for profits (laughs) they 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 are they're running they're running a business and they're making money so i think the question gets to be is how can how how can we create efficiencies you know, products and otherwise, how can we create efficiencies where the, where the owners of these facilities continue to make money, but the, the, uh, the quality of care continues to go up and up and up and just to follow that curve of technology as technology gets better, you know, health outcomes are getting absolutely better. And it's, and it doesn't have to be necessarily surgical and it doesn't have to be necessarily pharmaceutical. But how do we continue to follow that curve of quality, right, and efficiency, so that our our elderly patients, our elderly um, uh, brothers and sisters, our, our our elder statesmen, if you will, how, how do we how do we get to share that with them, so that their quality of life continues on that same uh, that same pattern of excellence, and uh, and everybody still has vest, a vested interest in and running a, a good business. I don't, I don't have a problem for, with people running a good business. I just want them to run a better business. And if they can run a more efficient, a more efficient business by creating a, 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 a continuum of care that, that, that glides upward with the quality of the technology, that's what we should all be striving, striving towards. Agreed. Right. So if you look at, you know, you talk about senior citizens, right? You're talking 65 and older, but really, I think what we're talking about is is the the older age group, probably 75 to 84, right? That that kind of range, right? Or 75 and older, right? Do yeah. You, I, I do you know how many how many individuals there are in the United States over the age of 75? 14.3 million over the age wow. of 65 we're at 52.4 million this is data uh from uh 2018 uh census those are the boomers right i mean we're this right is, the boomers are getting right. towards the end of their life crazy yep it is crazy it's how old lot. are your how, how old are your parents 73 um and 72 yeah my mom was born let's see she's uh i think she's at well i don't know if my mom wants me putting her age out on there my mom's over <laughs> 75 so yeah. yeah she's getting she's getting older she's got to be a tough older. woman if she raised you oh man she's a pistol <laughs> i'll tell you what sharp as attack i got a lot to look forward to i'm gonna go on record and, and say that she's she's probably a saint she is she is my you. mother's a quintessential church lady oh. love her my love goodness. Her. I remember in high school, people used to be like, how did you have him? 
<laughs> she still wants to know. She still wants to know. But you don't know when the Sicilian comes out on her, she's she can be mean. She's the boss. She's hey, you got to be able to be tough. You got to be tough. That's it. You got to be tough. And that's tough. true. You know, given the situation, you know, some of these seniors, they had to be tough, especially during COVID. They had to push back a little bit. Hey, <laughs> you know, hey, this isn't fair. You know, you're I'd not say, letting my family. I'd say our parents it. are a whole lot tougher than our kids. And I'll just, <laughs> I'll let you take, I'll let you take that wherever you want to take it. I'm just going to leave it there. That's I'll it. leave kids, it there. The kids got to get tougher. The kids they got to get tougher. Get this is gotta crazy. The Marine Corps, they call it the 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 uh, the the apple pie of uh, the mothers of the apple pie of America, softening the kids too much, and and, and they kept uh, reducing the 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 quality or the quantity of of how much uh, you know exercise you really had to do. So the the uh, the PFTs, the physical fitness test, got easier and easier as the years went on because yeah. of these mothers of America making it easy on these kids. Hey, hey, listen, it's not just the mothers, but no, you know we we. We, we we do as a, as a people as a nation we got to get tougher i mean these other nations they're, they're gonna they're gonna clean house on us and, and whoop up on us if we don't uh get it going but i'll tell you what the uh the the senior citizens today right if 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 we had the ability okay to do you know a lot of you know you have now ambulatory surgery centers right and we've dealt with ambulatory surgery centers quite a bit but how much of that care right um of 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 small you know not major care you know maybe something like dialysis or something like that how much of that can be done in the senior the senior home you know are the hospitals really pairing up with them and doing these kinds of things you know, I, I think, you know, that that's that, that's an important question. You know, we really you know, we, we we do have a rapidly aging population. We do need to start merging some of these technologies together. We really need to start looking at some of these data points. And some of this stuff is scary. But, yeah. you know, if we're not willing to look at it, you know, we don't know. People are living longer. We're getting good at taking care of and good at good at health care and curing diseases and all that. But who the heck wants to live longer? You know, if, 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 if you, if you don't have a good quality of life. Yeah. If your lifestyle is kaput. Well, what do you, why would you want to do that? Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, I always say when I hit, when I hit 80, when I hit 80, right. I, that's it. You know, I, I, I I'm, I'm not going to commit suicide. I'm not jumping off a cliff. However, I am going to go hunting for a crocodile. <laughs> I'm going to get a big knife. I'm gonna, we're going to go down to the Amazon basin. We're going to take a beautiful trip down there. We're going to go see all the different birds and all the different animals. And then towards the, the, the end of the trip, I'm going to hunt for a crocodile. Now, either I'm going to kick the anus out of that crocodile and I'm going to win and I'm going to come back with a really nice, long <clears throat> crocodile tooth necklace, or I'm going to be the 80-year-old whippersnapper right who went down <laughs> trying to take down a crocodile they're Either gonna have way. a name they're gonna have a name for you but it's not gonna be whippersnapper it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna sound it's gonna be dumb donkey and dumb donkey no uh, no 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 my grandkids are gonna know they're gonna go he, he was so tough he went after a crocodile hey, crocodile dundee ain't gonna have nothing on that danny let's convince him just to walk just just to try to do everest <laughs> at 80 okay it's a whole lot less gruesome and oh be yeah a whole, that's what a i want to do whole lot cooler skill suffocate too. I mean, to death and then freeze yeah, 80 year old scales scales everest oh, i mean now that's a good clip that's worse. and if you die 
falls well, then, he falls five feet to his death. <laughs> but if you, did, if, you, if you die, then it was a good try, right? He I broke mean, his hip and bled out. He broke his hip and they couldn't get him off the mountain. That's it. He was only 100 yards into his trek. That's it. That's it. He was 50 feet away from the tent and he died of suffocation. Uh, they sledded they sledded him down to the bottom and he oh, didn't geez. make it. Oh man. I'll tell you what. One thing one thing I didn't hear well was uh was uh good lungs. I I think our, I don't think our family's got good lungs. I think I think if there's anything more uh, you know, just any anything where the air gets thinner, that to me is like a nemesis as a yeah. senior. That would be no good. Hey, you know, maybe maybe as I get older, they can you know lung transplants are pretty good, right? Yeah, they they, yeah. they get into that stuff. You know, do you know what that is? Actually, that is that's it's got it's got nothing to do with the metabolism of oxygen. You know what it has to do with? Your body can't exchange <laughs> Your body can't exchange the oxygen and the CO two and get and and rid itself of the CO two. The CO2 actually really? sticks around. Yeah, that's why when you go to why when you go to like Denver or places that are at altitude, why you struggle so much. Right. You feel like you can't get any air. You're getting plenty of air. Right. You can't pro you can't process it and get rid of the CO2. That's actually what's what's causing. I, I had a buddy of mine who went up that big trip, you know, planned out. Everybody went up to the top of the mountain. He had to be taken down immediately. They put him in one of those hyperbaric chambers. He said it was the worst couple of days of his life. He said he'd yeah. never been so sick in his life. Yeah, it can. It, it, for people who are predisposed to that, that it's, a, it's almost a genetic thing where some people are just going to really struggle with that. I struggle with it. Like when I go skiing, if I go to, uh, there's a couple really tall peaks out there. I think that one of the tall ones is, uh, it's in Denver and I can't, I'm, I'm blanking on the name of it, but I went, I was sleeping at like 11,200 feet sleeping. That was where my, my room was. And then from there, you go up the mountain, you go up higher. Oh, uh, uh, that was, I was there for three days and I had, I had, a, I had the biggest headache and I, no. I had a headache for like a week after that. It was just horrible. I'll never go back there. And I don't we, even remember we, what it was called. We took, we went to North Carolina, took the wife skiing right for her birthday. She said, I want to see snow. It was like the last day the lift was over. We get up there, take a plane up there, get up there. We get out of the, we get out of the car to go to the grocery store. We're just going to buy a few groceries to bring back to the place. I almost fell over on my face. Okay. <laughs> All of a sudden I get this wave of like altitude sickness and I'm just going, I'm just about to grab a cart to go into the grocery store. And I almost nosedive right in front of my wife, right in the parking lot. She's like, Oh, you don't well, look that's too good. North Carolina. Like, yeah. I was like, I don't feel too good either, baby. This is not good. This is not wow. good. Like, well, and then we look across. Don't right go there. to the Rockies. And there's right. the, there's the Don't mountain of snow where, you know, and she's like, well, we're going to be up there tomorrow. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too man. good. No, it's too I, good. put me on a beach. Get me, get me somewhere with a low <laughs> elevation. Get me to sea level. That's it. Pronto. Average temperature. You know, maybe there should be more senior assisted living facilities at zero elevation. Maybe that's why there's so many of them live in Florida, right? <laughs> it could be. They don't want to deal with that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. I don't know. But we, we definitely need to work on the technology and we need to get that going for them. We need to increase that. We need to there needs to be patient advocates that that really talk about this. And I think it's an it's an untapped uh zone, right? Because if if these assisted living facilities could tap into federal funding, 
right? What about these different technologies, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe if you know, if if the government kind of opens up routes, right, to to create this type of technology and give these types of grants to improve, you know, quality of life, you know, at these ages, seventy five and older, I think that would be great, right? I think yeah. that would be, you know, that would be that would be ideal. Is really what it is. They need to do a merger of these things. You know, I got a buddy of mine, his wife's the head of marketing for a pretty big senior assisted living facility. I wonder if we can get her on here and she can talk. She can talk more about this topic because that'd I be think, fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think so. I think so. Heather, if you're out there, we're calling you. You, we're, you. you might be a guest on the show, whether you like it or not. Been called up. She's been called <laughs> That's up. It. That's it. All right. Well, listen, I think this was a good show. You got anything else you want to say, John? No, I just let, let's keep let's keep fighting that fight with the continuum of care and 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 let's let technology take us where where we want to go let's let's keep fighting for that for that good quality of life right Vir virtual virtual reality you know dialyzed direct these guys uh they're they're doing uh they're reducing nursing home infections by doing dialysis right there in the nursing home um what is it ava the voice assistant you could do virtual visitation yeah uh it's a technology that's made available that should be made available to every senior in the home uh i i know connecticut just recently passed the bill in in regards to uh being able to have virtual visits and what the uh, the rules and the guidelines around that is and and giving them the latitude to 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 kind of do that to set up the the virtual visit as you know as if they would in their you know in their own home right yeah and and we need to do more of that so yep. we we you know hopefully this this show helps hopefully this you know our voice helps and you know what this isn't going to be the last of of these conversations uh here with smash it we, we we do we need to continue the conversation we need to get some guests on here can talk about this stuff and uh we need to take it seriously because you know our seniors our seniors are great you know they they help get us to where they where we're at you know this country's a great country they have a lot to offer they have a lot of feedback to give us on what works and what doesn't work. And uh, we need to hear that input. We need to keep them uh, physically and mentally strong as long as we can. Right. And Amen. and when it's time to send them off, we got to do it the right way. Right. Yep. That's not it. off the side of a cliff, not in a boat with a bunch not of a, arrows, not going up uh, no, Everest. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. All right, Smashers, listen, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the show, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. This is Johnny B. Lightning Dave from Soul, Bob Salvat, and we are out. If you like today's show, then join the mission. Become a fellow Smasher. We're passionate about saving healthcare. Subscribe, like, share, tell your friends. Together, we can make a difference. Go to smashithealthcare.com. This show was brought to you and sponsored by omedza.com.